You're listening to media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. We are a multi-generational, Jesus-centered community of Scripture, faith, and grace located in Tallahassee, Florida, on the campus of Florida State University. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. We hope that the next few moments are a time when God speaks into your life by the power of His Holy Spirit about His Son, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes in order to give us a gospel that fills all in all with Christ. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this is Ascension Sunday. It's the Sunday that we talk about the Ascension, as you can probably tell from the readings that we just had, two of them dealing with different accounts of the Ascension. One of them um, actually sort of out of order, one, one of them being uh, the Acts reading that is written a little bit later, and, and one of them being the reading from Luke, uh, which is a little bit earlier. So the way that Luke does this is he, he starts off kind of telling you, okay, this is what the Ascension sort of looked like in brief when we look at the gospel reading. And then when we get to the Acts reading, uh, which is a later book, Luke goes into a little bit more detail about what that moment looked like when Jesus was taken up from the disciples' midst and he goes up into the heavens. And this celebration of uh, the ascension has long been a great celebration of the church, but unfortunately it lands every year on a Thursday. And because of that, since many of us have uh, d- don't go to church normally speaking on Thursdays, we don't normally talk about the ascension. And so normally speaking, what we have here uh, in, in the seventh Sunday of Easter is that we talk about uh, this disciple named Matthias. Normally speaking, the, the seventh Sunday of Easter, the gospel reading is about Matthias, who is the guy who is the substitute teacher of the apostles. Um, He is the one where uh, Judas goes and hangs himself, and then after he hangs himself, then they go, well, we've got sort of a blank, and we're we're a bunch of Jewish guys, and 11 just doesn't sound as good as 12, so let's choose somebody else. And so they, they cast some lots, and they choose Matthias, and that's normally speaking what this Sunday is about. But there is an option, the the option to this Sunday to talk about ascension. And I thought to myself, as I was making the decisions for this, I thought, well, of all of the years to actually do Ascension Sunday for the seventh Sunday of Easter, well, this is the one. Because this Sunday, this Sunday is, is sort of the Sunday before my ascension, now, I'm not meaning that, you know, in, in some way where, where I'm absolutely comparing myself with Jesus. I'm, I'm not trying to be um, a, a, somebody who is sacrilegious here. But in fact, what is going to happen in just a few days for myself and for Hayden and for Randy and for Bill and for Scarlett and for Joel is that we are going to... Whoosh, Ascend up into the skies 
We are going to head into the clouds just like Jesus did, and, well, we're going to come back down. We are going to fly up into the heavens, and we're going to land in Nairobi, Kenya, eventually. And from there, we are going to go to the Point of Grace Academy, which uh, is the, the uh, school that uh, we have had their pastor here before preaching for us, uh, Pastor Dennis Meeker. And uh, we're going to go see what the Holy Spirit, what Jesus is doing in that place. We're, we're going to see what he's doing, and we're going to join him on his mission there. And, and it's going to be an amazing thing. But for those of you that are not coming with us, well, you're going to have sort of the experience of those disciples who were left behind by, by Jesus. You're going to have those, that experience of sort of being here and going, oh, uh, Pastor Jay's not here for two weeks. And some of you, I have already come to you, and I have asked you to do things during those two weeks. I have given you a commission. Now, not a great commission like Jesus gave his disciples, probably sort of, you know, a minimalist commission. But I've asked a few of you to do things like, hey, would you get the coffee started? Would you open up the doors? Would you do this? Would you do that? And those things are things that... As I depart from this earth whoosh, on Friday, only to come back down, you maybe start thinking to yourself, how am I going to do that? When do I have to get to church? How am I going to do all of these things that need to happen that normally speaking sort of just seem to happen on their own? Well, that is the place that the disciples are at as they watch Jesus' feet go up into the clouds. As they start to see him go, they start to go, oh, he's up there. And so you can kind of understand why they're watching him go up. First of all, they've never seen anybody go up like that before. And they probably never will again. But on top of that, they're probably doing that thing where when we watch something become a reality, all of the implications of that reality start to flood into our heads. And maybe that's what's happening to these disciples as they watch Jesus go up into the clouds. They watch him go up after he has opened up the scriptures to them, after they have seen him raise from the dead and appear amongst them in a way that he can walk through walls but still eat fish. As they start to think about, okay, well, I, I'm, I'm called his disciple. Now, what does that mean? And they start to think about what it really means to be his disciple if he's up there. And they start to think about all of the things that that, that could mean for them. Which is a good headspace for us to get into. Because they weren't the only disciples 
that Jesus opened up the scriptures to. They weren't the only disciples that Jesus has said, this is who I, I really am. This is what it means for me to be resurrected from the dead. In fact, you all are those disciples. Jesus, by the power of his Holy Spirit, has opened up his scriptures to you. He has said, look, here they are. Here's how they point to me. You all are the disciples that maybe not in person, but figuratively imagine what it's like to see his feet go up into those clouds and start to think about the commission that he gave, not just to those 11, not even later to the 12 when they bring in Matthias, not even later than that when Paul awkwardly says, well, I'm kind of the 13th. (laughs) But that ability, that calling to be a disciple of Jesus is yours. He has left us on this earth in order to engage with his commission. That commission that we didn't read today, but that also happens at his ascension, where he commissions to his disciples to go forth and to make other disciples by baptizing and by teaching. That is our commission, not just theirs. And as we think about this Ascension Sunday, we maybe can start to well, stare off into the heavens a little bit. Maybe you can look up above me and start to look at the blue sky out there and start to let it sink in that that commission is yours. And as you stare, you, well, you, you, you might get a, a little bit, a little bit frightened. You might get a little bit intimidated. You might start to say, well, how on earth am I supposed to make disciples? And then you remember Jesus tells you how, by baptizing and by teaching. And so then you go, well, how am I supposed to baptize? How am I supposed to teach? How am I supposed to do any of these things? And then to add to all of that, two angels appear with the disciples Two angels that don't kind of let them get out of it. They, they don't let them just ha- sort of have this moment of just being in their heads and looking up into the heavens. These two angels, these kind of snarky angels of God, these, these sort of seraphims of satire, show up and they say, what you looking at? And you can imagine the disciples turning around and saying, that, (laughs) that is what we're looking at. Jesus just went up into the heavens. We've never seen that before. And that, he just told us to do a bunch of stuff. And we don't know how to do that bunch of stuff. And then they say, 
he's going to return in the way that you saw him leave. But not only that, not only is he going to return in the way that we saw him leave, but this Ephesians reading that we read today fleshes out even more of our hope and our confidence, especially that last line, that last line that talks about the, full, the fullness of Christ, that Jesus is the fullness of what it means for us to be the church, that he fills the church with his presence, that he fills the church with who he is, that he fills the church with what the church needs so that we can go forth and be his body, so that we can be the fullness that the world needs in order to speak the gospel, in order to make disciples, in order to baptize, in order to teach that he on high has now filled us with everything that we need before he comes back. That is the good news that we have. That while on our own, we probably would just stare off into the heavens and go, how am I supposed to do this? But we know that Christ is right there with us. He is there to equip us. He is there to embrace us. He's there to forgive us when we sin and we do things that we shouldn't do in trying to get to that goal. And one day, he will be there with us, returning in the way that those disciples saw him go to bring us into a resurrection where all things will be good, where every tear will be wiped away, and where we will be with him forever and ever, along with all of the other disciples that have been made in his name. So this week, spend just a little bit of time staring off into the skies. And when you've been there for long enough, remember the words of those angels. What are you looking at? Go out and live out that commission that is yours as a disciple of Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this media from University Lutheran Church and Student Center. To learn more and to get connected to other resources, please visit universitylutheranchurch.org. If you would like to financially support more media from University Lutheran, please visit our website and click the Give Now button, which will enable you to engage in the Christian discipline of giving tithes and offerings to God through His church. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up His face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor 
and give you peace. Oh,